My name is David Rigel. I co-founded Type Hike with my partner, James Walker, and uh, I'm an independent graphic designer. I'm James Walker. I live in Austin, Texas. I run my own studio called Husband Men. Uh, I teach at the University of Texas at Austin, and I'm the co-founder of Type Hike. So my first question is kind of how did this all start with Type Hike? Um, okay, so David and I never met until I got an opportunity with Polar Stuff, uh, based in Portland. Um, I told a friend about the opportunity, and he said that I absolutely had to contact David because David was a fan of the product, uh, and it was kind of a fun job just creating some uh, apparel items. Right. Uh, so we met by email. Uh, then we had coffee together maybe twice. Uh, this was while I was still living in St. Louis, and then I moved away. Uh, so we kept in touch, and we shared, you know, kind of design processes, uh, asking questions over the years. But we really wanted to work on something together, uh, but we're having a hard time with, like, finding the right client or whatever. Um, so one day in a summertime uh, last year, uh, we decided to just try to do something that would involve a lot of different designers. And I would say that we had discussions over the course of like a week, um, mm -hmm. threw out a couple really bad ideas. Uh, and then we landed on this national park thing. And I would say once we decided on national parks, we had a name the next day, we had a website up, uh, a couple days after that and branding was done and we had people invited within like a week and a half of that. I also grew up in Northern California where there's just a lot of awesome outdoor access. Um, so road tripping around the West as a kid and exploring national parks um, was definitely one of my favorite things to do. We had always talked about wanting to collaborate on a big project um, and bring in a lot of other designers. And uh, so Type Hike was born kind of out of the intersection of our love for the outdoors and design. Um, and we also wanted it to be a philanthropic, philanthropic um, project. Um, so that's what inspired us to donate all the proceeds to the national parks. So it just kind so of it, like took course itself. It, yeah, it like exploded. And it was so... Um, easy up until we realized that I, we did not know 60 designers okay yeah uh, so we started like digging around and finding some exciting people so that was probably the hardest part so where are you wanting this to go next that's a great question um so when, when we started the project we intended it to just run through the end of last um and we were only going to do the first series of 60 designs but the response was so positive um, that we decided to form it into a nonprofit, uh, which we did in December. And so um, we have some big plans for this year. We're going to continue launching new poster series every three months, um, starting with our second series, Shores, in May. And then we have our third series that's going to focus on wildlife in the parks. Mm -hmm. um, that'll be launching in September. Definitely. And then in conjunction with the National Parks Foundation, we're launching our fourth series in January, which is going to explore the National Scenic Trails and Rivers um, because 2018 is the 100th anniversary of the act that created those sites. Oh, wow. um, so that's kind of the roadmap for where we're going with the poster mm -hmm. series. And then we also have 
um, a few other projects in mind that we're going to work on this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're really excited to see it transition from just a one-off project to really an evergreen idea that can last and continue. Um, yeah. Kind of going back to what I said about the outdoors being so vast, like we'll never run out of content to explore, which Definitely. is really great. We are really hoping to continue the exhibitions uh it'll be hard to top some of the places we've already been but um it's been a really great experience putting the shows up in like i was just in mississippi talking with with people about their experiences with the park or why they like particular designs and and that's been a, a lot of fun this this idea of the underrepresentation of certain areas like we have the national parks as like a major umbrella but now we're doing the national shorelines and we're talking about doing national trail systems in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this idea of exposing individuals to new areas and, and maybe convincing them to go check it out because the design inspired them. Um, Do you work and, closely with the national parks on all of this? So we partnered up with the National Parks Foundation, which is the charitable arm of the National Park Service. Um, and we donate all the proceeds to them. And then we also um, collaborate with them a little bit on planning and ideas. And then they're going to be a great partner for helping us expand our exposure as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was there was some aspect of wanting to benefit someone uh, with, with design. Um, and we felt that due to the, the centennial coming up and the current uh, political climate, we thought maybe... That would be a good a good energy uh, yeah. a good place to put our energy. Sorry. Definitely. Um, that's like kind of segues to my next question with um, you kind of saying contributing design to like a better cause. Do you? So I'm a designer too, and sometimes I can feel really burnt out if I'm not really designing for anything. Um, do you think this has kind of spurred the like humanitarian aspect of like design and made you want to do projects with like a meaning behind it? Yeah, definitely. And and this isn't the first project I've done like this. This is the biggest project. But um, there's there's a point in studio life where you get really worn out. Um, you, you start to question the sort of the validity of your efforts. Um, uh, with this being kind of a very like pure kind of generosity on, on behalf of all the designers participating. Uh, I think we can feel really good about it. It's it's fun to talk about. Um, all the, the people involved seemed really excited to participate. Uh, and the fact that we're getting uh, some attention from it and, and that, that they are now directly benefiting the national parks, I think really helps. So yeah, I would say uh, it, once this project ends, I, I'm sure it has a shelf life to it. Um, David and I might try to find another resource. Yeah, definitely. Did you expect it to be where it is now? Uh, Absolutely not. We thought this would be a fun little exercise. Um, We kind of considered the idea of of posters and things, but weren't sure if people would actually buy them. But once we got a few designers like um, David Carson or Jessica Hish uh, or Jay Fletcher, you know, these, these names that I think would maybe draw some attention uh i think we realized we were onto something what inspires you creatively um 
I think the easy answer is being outside, um, which is kind of one of the main reasons why this project began. Um, whenever I'm stuck on a project and just grinding my wheels, um, I like go for a run or just for a hike outside. Um, and it's really refreshing to be away from my phone and email and, um, all those distractions that kind of get your, your creativity clogged up. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, just, um, being outside and then also, um, like seeing other people's incredible work, um, which also goes back to one of my favorite parts about this project is just the collaborative nature of it mm -hmm. and seeing all these players come together and submit work. I guess uh, one, one aspect is ambition. Mm -hmm. um, and that is I'm pretty much sad all the time looking at everyone else's work and realizing <laughs> mine is not as interesting, um, uh, which kind of makes me want to try really hard. Um, also, as an, as an educator, uh, this like idea of honesty in how I approach work or think about work because if I'm teaching a certain uh, method or, or reason why I'm excited about design it would be really hard to communicate that if I wasn't legitimately feeling that way mm -hmm. uh, so I think that there's like a genuine excitement about just making work um, using materials communicating with type you know there's all kinds of fun little moments and i think that gets me really excited but i, I think there's some extra drive there uh due to my uh, personal circumstances definitely um what do you love about working on type bike uh so i had a personal goal of challenging the expected aesthetic of a national park there is this ephemera style uh, muted colors, you know, distorted, like uh, maybe a gritty kind of feel. And, and I think that's what a lot of people expect a lot of these posters to look like. And, and some of the designers we invited were not of that genre. And it was really exciting to see uh, their responses because we, we asked them to respond from their own personal experiences or, or research. Um, you look at the, the submission by other studio and it's pretty wild right um yeah definitely does doesn't feel very uh national park but it does now now that it's part of the collection and that's uh, for me very exciting yeah and i what i like a lot about it is that um or just in general about design like you give an overall like standard of what you want and then like everybody does something completely opposite of each other and you think that's kind of crazy that everybody can just come up with all these like completely different ideas that are under like one umbrella yeah it's incredible i mean they are all the same subject matter uh same format same color palette um and there's not a single poster that like resembles another one i mean there's mm -hmm. some say genre uh areas like all oh, these these kind of would work together but they're all so unique um and it's uh, really wonderful yeah definitely oh that's a hard question um <laughs> Man, I think my favorite part about it has been seeing how excited people get when they discover it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it just an it people didn't really know that they have um, just for like more more good design um, centered around the outdoors. Um, 
kind of going back to your like comfort question every now and then I feel like there isn't anything like new or to design. Um, and I think that's a big part of being a creative, um, like in this time period is that we look back on like the sixties and the fifties and even like the twenties, these like great periods of design where all this amazing stuff was being made. Um, and today just feels so like claustrophobic and swamped with people doing great work. Um, so watching the designs for Ty Pike, uh, come to life and watch how people enjoy them has really been an amazing process. Um, do you think that design and like travel or travel experiences kind of go hand in hand? I, for me, that's a big deal. Um, the, the idea that your personal experiences um, influence design decisions and, and maybe not aesthetically, but maybe solution wise, um, I think are very important. And if you're, if you're not traveling and it doesn't have to be, I, I mean, there is a connection to being out, outdoors and maybe uh, uh, finding some calm, but uh, this, this idea of travel or, or experience um, lending a hand in the creative process, I, I do believe is present yeah absolutely um design is such an integrated part of our culture and there's examples of good design and bad design everywhere you go um so it's fun just to you know the one of the best parts about traveling for me is just seeing how people in different places um communicate differently Mm -hmm. and utilize differently um you know, like even just simple stuff like signage and how it changes in different cities um, or countries is really incredible. So sort of, this is more asking for your, like, you to kind of give advice to people that are in this, like, stuck place with design or stuck place with travel where they're just, they don't feel like they're growing and they're just kind of in this, like, rut. Um, if you have, like, any advice for any of that. I'll, I'm going to do my best to make a travel analogy okay. <laughs> uh, with with that rut. So, okay, uh, we were on a road trip recently driving to Marfa, Texas. Uh, it was me and the graduate students here at the university. And so you're driving by these, these areas, and normally yeah, in a car you just let them pass you by. Um, but we stopped and we investigated them and we took photos and we had these brief moments where there's this monotony of driving you're sitting you're not moving around and it it is exciting for a minute but to give yourself a moment uh, to just experience something for a small amount of time uh, made that drive a lot better and I, I think that happens a lot when you're working you get fixated on solving something mm-hmm. um, and it's similar to sitting in a car for eight hours and if you don't get out of the car once in a while um, you're not going to have a good time. So uh, my suggestion would be if if you're working on something, let let yourself go down a path or let yourself try something that you know is going to make a mistake because it often leads to some better solutions. Definitely, yeah. I think that also um, is like a good point with design. You kind of have to like step away a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like... I teach I teach everybody to like – like just disappear for a day or mm-hmm. go for a walk. Like I, I tell everyone to just get a dog. I have a dog in my office right now. Yeah. She's uh, she's like causing me to not look at my computer ever for you know, like six straight hours. So yeah, that's um, awesome. Like anything to like 
shake it up a bit. Yeah, definitely. The times in my career so far that have been the most exciting are always when I'm challenging myself to do something new. Um, every like few years, I feel myself getting a little too comfortable. Um, and so I shake it up and try something new, um, like teaching or different way of illustrating or um, just like a new way of creating work, um, like painting or mixing fine art with traditional graphic design, um, just as a way to shake it up. I think once we get too comfortable, um, our creativity really suffers. Um, so that's one reason why I like traveling and exploring new outdoor places is so amazing. Um, there's every, every like new place that you go is some fresh inspiration to draw from. Um, mm-hmm. and every place is so diverse and unique. It's, it's really amazing. And the people too, like when you travel and see people in the parks or just out in, uh, cities or wherever, it's just, it's incredible to see like the diversity and how that changes your perspective. Definitely. It's also really easy in our industry to be very like self-focused and self-reliant because we can do so much on our own. Um, but teaming up with a friend and doing something collaborative will always be inspiring and surprising. Um, mm-hmm. Like working with Jim on type hike, it's just been an amazing experience. Um, just like in little ways, seeing how someone else problem solves and handles different situations um, has really, it makes you like question um, your own viewpoint um, and the way that you look at problems. Um, so that's what, that's what I would say. Just like, just do something with a friend, um, start a project and see what happens. For those of interested in trying something like this like the ability to uh get press and exhibit has been pretty fluid and i think people are hungry for some um some good content so if Mm -hmm. if they have a good idea and and, and people are backing it it has been very easy for us to uh, showcase this stuff the climate of everything right now obviously it's like pretty crazy and everything's kind of changing um yeah is it has it been pretty beneficial or like helpful to have this as an outlet to kind of like grow, like push into when things aren't like feeling so great? I, I have uh, never been one to get really worked up about anything. I'm pretty even keeled, which, which means I don't have like that, um, that particular passion about like a, a, a like a single issue. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people can get very mad about, you know, anti-war. I, I, I'm, I could be anti-war for sure, but like I never go protest it. And, mm-hmm. and that's not that I'm not wanting to protest it. I just never uh, find myself that um, worked up to go do it. So this has been something where like I feel like I'm, I'm actually helping. Um, and I think David feels the same way. Like we are like the the parks and and the animals and the plants within the parks are the most innocent they have absolutely mm-hmm. no voice uh, there is no way for them to speak about what's happening there so if if we can help in any way to bring awareness to the parks to support the parks or get people to visit them and appreciate them um that is more than i could ever ask <laughs>